Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. And... The smoke came back. Yeah. <laughs> you you may feel like, hey, these people talk about the weather a lot. The weather in Calgary is always super weird. It's never what you expect it to ne- be. Nope. And currently, it's smoke. Now, you don't know that the smoke left, because the last time we recorded there was also smoke. But the smoke left, and now it came back. Yeah, yeah. it came back with, like, a fiery vengeance. Well, I mean, it's smoke, so fiery vengeance. Literally. Yeah. I don't know. Yesterday, I went out and I looked at cars, and I had to clean out my car, so I was out in the smoke a lot. And it, I think, murdered me. I fell asleep on the couch while watching Titanic last night, prior to 10 p.m., with popcorn. I had, like, a bowl of popcorn, and then the popcorn fell on the floor, and I did not awaken. <laughs> it's a slightly set you out. I had a glass of wine that I found today at like 1 p.m. And oh, I was wow. Like, I don't think I drank this. <laughs> uh, this looks full. I had to uh, go out because I deliver pizza for money. I don't mm-hmm. say for a job anymore. I deliver pizza for money. Uh, and yeah, the instant I, I got outside, it was just like... <sighs> It just <laughs> smells like campfire everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, like, hey, at least we're just dealing with the smoke and not, like, the actual fire. Yeah. Our friends in BC. Yeah. In California. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much the uh, a lot of the West Coast is, yeah. is it currently in flames. So that sucks. We Our smoke is a small price to pay for not having the fire. Yes. Uh, where the smoke is a lot more concentrated, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's us talking about fires for a little while. <laughs> Just a little update on our weather. Yeah, there's no fires in the OC though. There's no fires in the OC, and there's no smoke. I mean, there's fires in people's hearts and, and I mean, people's loins. There also kind of is some smoke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When Rebecca tries to make Sandy do the pot. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah that's sort yeah, of smoke. Yeah. That's kind of smoke. Yeah. It's going to be legal in, like, a month. Yeah. Yeah. But at <laughs> but this not, time... But not in 2004. <laughs> nope. They in, were like, this will be legal in 14 years. Yeah, it is, le- it is legal in California, it isn't is. it? It is. Yeah. Man, that's going to be a weird month. I don't even, I don't even smoke a smoke pot, but, like, it's going to be a weird month for people. Yeah, people are going to have a lot of adjustments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, as, as I said, I, uh, I deliver food. Hopefully, I won't be delivering in October. We can find something, you know, more stable Hooray. by then. But, <laughs> but I'm like, hey, as soon as that hits, I feel like there's going to be an up in skip the dishes orders. Uh, yeah. Especially, and also, like, that Halloween, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First Halloween, because it's just a, a couple days after it's legal. Well, it's like October 17th, 17th. I think, is it's, it comes legal. And then, yeah, and then, like, a week or two after, or two weeks afterwards... Halloween, Halloween, where, pe- where people are, night. where people are already getting high, and now they can do it with a little bit of the law behind them. So, mm-hmm. and they don't have to make their own edibles; they can go to a dispensary and buy their edibles there. Yeah, so uh, have fun out there on Halloween. I will be staying home, like yeah. the cool kid I am. I don't really do much for Halloween. I like uh. costumes, but I'm tired. <laughs> The smoke. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be like two months. I'm still going to be tired. That's fair. This is never ending. All right. Well, speaking of never ending, this intro should end. So let's do the OC season two, episode 11, The Second Chance. The Second Chance. Well, this episode starts like every episode starts. All Ryan wants to do is study. Well, I mean, we do get the scene of Aunt, of like Sandy arriving home. We guess the morning after. Oh yeah, he spent all night with with Rebecca and her dad. Did he though? We'll or, answer that question later. Or did he just wander? <laughs> but he but he arrives home uh, with a beard he did not have in the last episode. That's true. Is this uh, a different day? Maybe. And then we cut inside to learn that the children wake up long before the adults do in this house. <laughs> Ryan's studying. Seth just wants to talk. Yep. He's worried about summer or he's worried about nothing. 
And Ryan's pretty clear that he's worried about nothing. We do learn, though, that apparently at some that somehow now Summer is the third person in the comic book, and Ryan's not helping with it anymore. <laughs> Ryan has too many tests. He's going to be an architect, you know? No, I understand that, but the last <laughs> time we saw this, it was Ryan, <laughs> Zach, and... Seth just being, like, super down for it, and now, because Seth says, oh, the three of us, I'm like, well, there's Ryan, <laughs> and there's Zach. Wait, what? <laughs> Did Summer take Ryan's place? Yeah, she stole that book, and then she was all on board. Yeah, some, and, look, and she's not doing anything, really. She does not have a job in no. this comic book. No, she is around and has editorial com- uh, commentary over, I guess, her own character. <laughs> but nothing else. I guess. No, it's it, it's weird. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Sandy sneaks in through the front door because he's an idiot. And gets immediately caught by Seth. Yeah, he assumed Seth would be asleep for... Many more hours. Yeah, this might be the weekend. It might be the weekend. It's very bright outside. It looks like noon. <laughs> I mean, this is... No, this is winter. This is winter. Because mm-hmm. they just had Christmas. Um... No. I mean, this would be after, it would be post-Christmas. It might be, like, February. It still should not be that bright. I know these last few episodes have given us very, very clear, I not a lot. Yeah, the last couple episodes, not the last yeah. few, the last couple episodes have given us some pretty clear timelines. Not a lot of time has actually passed. Yeah, it might not even be February. I know, yeah. So Sandy makes the weird choice to go in. Th- this house has 11 million entrances, and he goes in through the front door. Didn't he go in through his study? Well, so why is he trying to sneak in? He sleeps in the same bed as Kirsten, yeah, and she... She cl- knows he's not there. So what's he going to do? Go in, take all his clothes off, lie in bed, and be like, Oh, man, Kirsten, I was so tired last night. She's like, I clearly didn't see... What? That's obviously his plan. So he's going to walk in and just lie. But as soon as she catches him, she's actually pretty chill about it. She's like, I was worried. Is your professor friend okay? And Uh, Sandy's like, well, I'm not going to tell you what happened last night. Yeah. Now, clearly this is Sandy just overthinking everything forever because he does not understand his own emotions at this moment. Which is fair. Yeah. He's like someone someone who we thought was dead. Is not dead anymore. Like, there's a roller coaster of emotions to be mm-hmm. like, like, all right, this woman who, you know, I was going to marry once, uh, her dad comes back, wants me to find her, and I'll try to find her, but she's dead, but she's alive, and she's here. And then yeah, he dry- it's a lot. Which makes sense why he would sneak in. He's like, did I do something wrong? Am I doing something wrong? I spent all this time with Rebecca. Maybe. Like, did I? <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> clear so naturally because he doesn't tell kirsten about rebecca rebecca calls right that minute yeah presumably this is like an hour after they because how long do you think it takes him to drive to his house from the, his office on the pier like two minutes <laughs> which and she's like i'm on the pier i want him to just be like i know i just left you I there i saw you like five minutes ago but anyway they set a meeting for nine o'clock yeah but Sandy's going to sleep first, because <laughs> what time is it? Who knows? <laughs> Mystery time. I, I don't know. Sandy does not sleep this episode. No. Uh, we get a really weird scene here where Kirsten... Is bugging Ryan while he's trying to study? Yeah, she walks in like, hey, Ryan, let's rap. And she sits like with her leg up on something when I don't know what her leg's on, by the way. <laughs> I think maybe the chair she's sitting on. Anyway, she, yeah. does, she does everything but put on a backwards baseball cap and spin a chair around and be like, hey, Ryan, how's it going? We haven't had a scene together in a couple episodes, so uh, she's let's like, rectify that. She's far too happy in this scene, and the only thing I can imagine it being is she's like, my boy, sure glad Rebecca's dead. <laughs> I don't know, this just feels so weird, because like, he's like, like, well, we should explain, I guess, what Ryan is saying. So, Ryan... Eventually, after much question asking, because he's trying to study, yeah, uh, fills her in on the Lindsay and Caleb situation. Yeah, and, and Kirsten decides she's going to fix it. She's like, "Oh no, we're we're not going to leave it at that. We're going to have another dinner tonight." Kirsten, who hates having parties at her house, because they're always done at her house, but she always has to have parties at her house. She's going to have a party at her house. She's going to have a party at her house. But she's it's just, not really a party. She just gets into it real fast. Her moods in scenes this episode are weird yes 
she was definitely not written by the person who normally writes Kirsten. Yeah. I feel like the person who normally writes Kirsten, like, had a sick day or something. And so the person who normally writes Julie wrote Kirsten. <laughs> to make her peppy, right? Yeah. Nice yeah, she, Julie. Yeah, she's, she's nice peppy. Julie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'll just be what nice Julie is, which is... Unsettling. Aw- unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is. Unsettling. So meanwhile, on... No, oh, this is a school day. Because yeah. Marissa lives at Alex's house now. Not yeah. actually, but... But then Alex is like, oh, I guess you're getting, getting to school. And is like, no, I'm skipping. Let's hang out. Give me a shirt. I love you. Yeah. Uh, Al- this, there's a recurring theme in this episode where Alex will mention Seth at the drop of a hat. Yeah, suddenly she is into Seth again. I don't know. She mentions that Seth hasn't bugged her in a while, which sent me on a spiral of a thought process where I'm like, okay, so we know this is the day after Sandy first met Rebecca. And last episode, that's like episode was very very time like we knew what things happened i think it's been like i think it's been two like two days weeks. yeah because he came to her house well julie or jody yeah but judy? then Ju- jody jody but then there was the next scene where marissa and alex are still hanging out at her house and yes. or no where marissa calls alex and alex is like aren't you sick of me we've hung out every day this week so it's been like a week since seth was bugging her maybe it's <laughs> I don't know. It, it honestly doesn't matter. It just sent me in a spiral. But the main thing we get out of this scene is that Marissa is not messing around anymore. No, Marissa definitely wants to sleep with Alex. Which, I mean, in this scene she does. We see her again later and it's not very clear. But So she's like, Alex, I gotta go take a shower. And then takes her shirt off right there. Well, because Alex is going to get her another shirt. And then does the whole, like, you know, covers herself and turns around and, and, like, says something that I wasn't paying attention to because, holy crap, that is a, that, that is a, uh, that's a power play right there. And I'm just going to say, like, Alex reacts to this like she is horrified by the fact that Marissa wants to. It's a, it's a little horrified. It's also a little, like, um. Or, it, like, dawn, it's dawning on her and she's like, oh, no, <laughs> yeah, she oh, could... no, shut this down. Yeah, it, well, it it would be like, I mean, usually you, what what happens when you see that expression is in some sort of like, uh, you know, uh, sex comedy where the um, I don't know, the, the guy sees his girlfriend stripping or something. Like it's it's the okay, so this is happening. <laughs> look, and clearly, clearly, Marissa wanted Alex to like go with her into the shower. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Does Marissa know that she's hitting on Alex? You, d- I. Does she know? I well, I have a question for you, Aaron. Do, do you just do that to your girlfriends? Sometimes I take my shirts off in front of people. Yeah, but like in the way that she did. You know like, what? That was very. Here, here's, here's what I'll say. Marissa knows that Alex is bisexual. She know which means that she know like it. If a girl did that to me, I'd be like, definitely something's happening here. Cause... No, Marissa does like to take her shirt off. Because didn't she take her shirt off in front of Teresa? And then Teresa was like, your girlfriend's forward. And then Ryan was like, she's not my girlfriend. I mean, we don't use labels. I mean, whoo. Did she? Yeah, I think this is a character trait. <laughs> Marissa <laughs> likes to take her shirt off. She does take her shirt off a lot. But usually there's more of a reason. And usually has her bra on underneath. That's true. Usually it's not just like, and I'm naked. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this storyline is unnecessarily stretched out yeah. through this episode, is I think what we're trying to say. Speaking of things unnecessarily stretched out, it's still the morning. It's 9 a.m. And Sandy has met Rebecca on the pier, and I guess they're just catching up? Which I thought they did that last night, because he was out there until the morning. This is a clunky scene. Sandy doesn't tell... He tells Rebecca that he's married, and he describes Kirsten, but he doesn't say that he's married to Kirsten. And I got the impression last episode that Kirsten knew Rebecca. Yeah, it was... Well, it was... was Or that they were all there together at school. It was a little bit from last episode as well that felt like she might have known of Rebecca, because she wasn't as... She just seemed to treat her as a way of, like, if you actually knew someone. I need a flashback. I need a flashback of them meeting. Okay. Uh, back in what day? <laughs> what year? I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. Back in 20 years ago. So Maybe. if this is 2004. It was 20 years ago. Then in 84. No. No. Yeah, no, 84. Yes, 84. No, 84. Gun oh. man going through those zeros is hard for me. <laughs> I just, I... I know the you. Timeline. Yeah, the I know. Timeline. Yeah, I know. I know. Much like how I get wrapped up in the timeline of the episode, you get wrapped up in <laughs> trying to figure out how old Sandy and Kirsten are. Yes, because they're so specific. They tell us how old Haley is exactly. They tell us how old Julie is because she got pregnant when she was seventeen. It almost makes you think maybe they're doing it on purpose just to mess with you. They're there's, just waving their hands at it. There's some, there's some writer who's like, "This is going to really mess up some chick in 2018." Well, I think they just don't want us to think about the age gap between Haley and Kirsten because it's enormous. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 20 years. Kirsten could be Haley's mom. I mean, she could be Lindsay's mom. She basically is. (laughs) Do you have like a room in your house that's just like all dark and there's just one of those like numbers boards that you just have your... One of those clear... Yeah. (laughs) Those clear whiteboards. Because smart people write on glass, the hardest thing to read on. Yes. I need to know. (laughs) Give me the flashback. It's just that gif of the woman with like all the numbers going by just being like, okay, yeah, no, if... If, if okay, if Lindsay is this, this old, and then Julie had a child here, and Jimmy and yeah, no, I got it, I got it. That's, that's how it horrifying. works. Horrifying. Also, Jimmy should not be sleeping with seventeen-year-olds. <laughs> I mean, Haley's not seventeen. No, but Julie was. Uh, yes. No, uh, she was no, eighteen. She was eighteen. She was eighteen, and also, wouldn't wasn't Jimmy then like twenty? No. Oh, Jimmy is the same age as Kirsten. Right. <laughs> and Julie was How? pregnant at the same time as Kirsten because Kirsten had Seth and Julie had Marissa, which means that Julie's a lot younger than the rest of them. Really? Because Julie looks like she had a lot more work done. Well. Oh. Sure. <laughs> no, she definitely is younger. Okay. And there's no way, Kirst- there's no way Kirsten Cohen got pregnant during university. <laughs> Let's be real. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Kirsten Cohen didn't, but Kirsten Nichols might have. Oh. Oh. Anyway, the main crux of the scene is Sandy's like, um, I can't tell my wife because it'd be, you know, accomplice to harboring a fugitive. And then Rebecca, or then he shocked that Rebecca's like, I'm only staying for 48 hours. Because I'm a fugitive from the FBI. You know, that's a plot line. Sandy's like, what? Does your dad know? And she's like, maybe you could tell him. <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, she's also a garbage person. Excellent. <laughs> much like uh, uh, much like our old friend Jimmy Cooper. Doesn't really want to do things himself, but can make other people do them. Just wants Sandy to do things. So over at the school, still in the morning. <laughs> yes. Ryan invites Lindsay to the dinner. Yeah. Lindsay is not going. Yes. This is the, uh, in this scene, this is the second time that Ryan brings up Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. Which makes me think of like, oh man, Ryan watched Star Wars last night. Yeah, Ryan has just seen Star Wars for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what did he do? Because we actually know that each did the night before. What did he do the night before? What was Study. Well, because the night before was the night that Sandy went to see Rebecca. I guess I guess we actually We don't actually No, no, last last night was his dinner. So I guess he had dinner with Caleb and Lindsay, it went really badly. They went inside. He turned on the TV and he's like, huh, Star Wars. And he watched all three of the original trilogy. Which is why he didn't study. Which is why he had to study in the morning. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I really got excited this morning. I watched this movie. Have you heard of Star Wars? Did you know Luke Skywalker was just happy to have a dad? I think this is in the middle of when the prequels were coming out as well. 2004? Yeah. Because I'm yeah, pretty sure like Phantom... Third... You heard of the fact that Menace was like was like two thousand, two thousand and one, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So this would be like the third prequel was coming out. <laughs> yeah, it was going real bad, which is why he was just catching up now in the original ones. <laughs> Poor Ryan. Poor Ryan. Anyway, yeah, uh, Lindsay doesn't want to go. But in a parallel to that, Caleb is the CEO of his company again. Yeah, sure, whatever, whatever, whatever. And Kirsten comes in. <laughs> Who cares about the law or crime? Kirsten is still extremely peppy, but that's because now she's a girl with a plan. Yeah. 
Caleb is super weird. Keeps telling Kristen how pretty she is and how her fitness is working. Yeah. Does does he know, like he knows, has he met his daughter before? He knows she's up to something. He confused her with Julie. He's like <laughs> he's like like I mean if I just say Julie's pretty, she shuts up. Which true. I feel like she would. Like if Julie yeah. com- if Julie comes in hot and you and and you're just like you're looking really toned today. She she'd be like oh okay. Ooh. I once had this doctor at work who was trying to pay me a compliment and not in a creepy way. And how it came out was he was like, I noticed you have achieved a higher level of fitness than ever before. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It, it's, it's difficult to do that. But, it, but like for people who are working out, it feels like. You want to hear when you're like, hey, your working out is going well, yeah. which makes me feel like the way you should say it is just what I say. When you walk to someone and be like, your working out is going well. No, Kevin, it's you've <laughs> achieved a higher level of fitness than ever before. Yeah. Any way that makes it sound like you are a robot complimenting <laughs> a human being with trying to make sure the human being does not know you're a robot. A plus. That's how you compliment <laughs> someone working out. <laughs> yeah. It looks as though your fitness goals are achieved or nearly being achieved. Uh, yeah, that's how you <laughs> that's how you compliment people. Thanks, doctor at work. <laughs> anyway, Kirsten essentially bullies her dad into coming to the dinner. Yeah, he throws some shade at Ryan. Kirsten is like, "No shade, dad." Oh yeah, but no, he's he's getting he's getting clouds ready. Oh oh, they're, they're coming. Oh, he will fire those arrows, and they will fight in the shade. <laughs> no shade. No shade, no one, Dad. No, no blotting out the sun with your arrows, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so we learned something uh, interesting in this scene about where, like, it's, it's – why am I losing my mind today? So it's Sandy and – Professor. Professor Man. <laughs> Professor Bloom, I guess. And Rebecca. And Rebecca. And we discover – that Rebecca was not actually there when they blew up the building. Because <laughs> she burned chickened it down, out. I guess. Yeah. Which means that Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I guess. Did it by himself. By himself. And didn't feel like, I thought he loved her. Wouldn't that be the first thing he would bring up? Yeah, that was just him. He'd be like, oh no, she wasn't there at all. Because he loves her. Now, on the other hand. He loves her. <laughs> okay. So he was going to bring her down. Well, I Because he can't have her. I meant on the other hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, planning a terrorist attack. Still wrong. It's still, it's still a crime. It's still a very... I mean, like, to, to be fair, the because the fire... I can see why this would be difficult for Sandy, because because the, the janitor's death, death was accidental. The fire was on purpose. Mm-hmm. So she's culpable for the fire, but probably not the death. Because she wasn't there to set the fire. Yes, she was yeah. there. Because she planned it, which helped along... I don't know. I don't know enough about law. This yeah. is actually one of the things that actually is complex. So yeah. good job, show. And so what they would like is for Sandy to try, and they do say try, yeah, to get the charges dropped so that she can spend some time with her dad. Yeah. Which Sandy's like, oh my god. <laughs> um, th- this is going to suck. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I need to think about this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so we learn a little bit more about the comic book. Yes. Seth, apparently it's one of those things where he's just drawing all his friends and giving them superpowers based on their personalities. So Marissa is Cosmo Girl, mm-hmm. armed with a magic flask. Yep, she's got drunk powers. And Summer's like, great, so alcoholism is a superpower. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, we learn that Summer's powers are rage blackouts. <laughs> And we also learned that Seth's problem is that he thinks Summer will find him irresistible and throw herself at him when they have to work in close quarters late nights. Which, spoiler alert, he's not entirely <laughs> wrong about. He's not inaccurate. No. It's, <laughs> it's insane to see. It's, it's like watching a... Uh, like you know, a, an oracle come along and be like, "Oh yes, in the in the future there will be pigs and they'll fly through the air upon and wings he- of steel." And you're like, "What does that even mean?" And then you just watch in amazement as like a Rube Goldberg thing goes on and a pig just like starts taking flight. You're like, oh. "How did that happen? What? That crazy man was right." Speaking of crazy men, our <laughs> sweet, sweet boy, Zach. Zach comes in like a speeding train of fun and innuendo. 
and he is just pumped because he has a I think I think in this time we can say jazzed. He, oh, he is jazzed. Yeah, like <laughs> like there's never been a time where I where, when I describe someone as jazzed to feel like Ew, absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. He's jazzed. Oh, he is just because he he knows a person. The person has a cousin who works in Dark Tower. He very and... loosely is aware of the existence of a person who works at Wildstorm, which I guess is a comic oh, and he, book. He has no time for summer either. No. He's just like, oh my god! And I think I can get us a meeting. And I think this and comic book. You guys are gonna have to work together really, really closely. The, Seth, the exact phrases you are going to have to nail summer. He's like what? what? You they want to make sure you get you get good drawings of. They say her superhero name. I think we just said summer. Miss Vixen, I think. Yeah, Miss Vixen, I think. Uh, I was like, you got <laughs> you, you. It's going to be long nights. You two working close together. You should go over and draw her tonight. Which I don't really understand because no one else has to model for Seth. So why does Summer <laughs> have to model for Seth? He knows what she looks like. I assume because Zach's some sort of weird idiot. Uh, <laughs> like he does everything but being like, and you two should probably just sleep in the same bed because you're going to be working so late. It's like they got worried that they made Zach too perfect, and so they were like, well, Luke's gone. What if so we can make him a little bit dumb. Hold on. What if he's an idiot? <laughs> That's a character trait, right? Hey. Hey, uh, showrunner. What if Zach was an idiot? <laughs> like, what kind of idiot? Like one that doesn't realize all the innuendos. Oh, great. The best kind. <laughs> Oh, he's like Phil on Modern Family. <laughs> Just doesn't Never get it. hears his innuendos. Uh, so we get a little bit of the parents where Sandy tests the waters with Kirsten. Yep. He still doesn't tell Kirsten. He's digging the biggest hole. Yeah. He, he's like, hey, uh, Kirsten, what if I, you know, was working to try to see if I could uh, prove Rebecca was innocent? And she's like, that's a great idea because she's dead. And, you know, her dad already lost her. Let's save her memory. She, Kirsten does love to bring up how Rebecca's dead. All the time. I think it might be her favorite. It's very morbid. It might be her favorite thing to do. But Sandy does not test the waters enough. Like, he's like, okay, yeah. He's like, yeah, perfect. Okay. I just got... He's like, all right. All right, so I figured out she's fine with me, fine with me, you know, trying to, you know, prove her innocence. Next time, I'll let her know she's alive. <laughs> I didn't correct her when she said she was dead. Who would do that? <laughs> I'm going to parse out this information over periods of time. He also wants to leave because Caleb's coming. Well, I mean, no one wants to be there when Caleb gets there. <laughs> not even Kirsten and Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, they need... <laughs> Ryan reveals that Lindsay is not coming. Yeah, and Chris is like, well, that means just us. It's me, just you, you, and me. Caleb. And Ryan's like, oh, I better go get her. Wait, what will I say? There's nothing I can say. And Kirsten's like, that's true. I will go. And and so she does. So she does. Uh, we get another scene. We get one of these Alex Marissa scenes where Alex talks about Seth. Yeah, she talks about how Seth was her... Uh, her in-between relationship. It was it's, the one to make her get over Jody, so she could be ready. F- okay, but Alex, you are still dating Jody. Yeah, let's be very clear. Seth was not there to help you get over, and she's she holds to it later. She's she's like, oh, you were just there to help me get over Jody. And I'm like, what? You were still dating Jody. You just <laughs> cheated on Jody with Seth. Yeah. Yeah. Or cheated on Seth with... It's very unclear what was happening in that time. I think the writers changed it midway through. Anyway, then Marissa gets all up in this and was like, I too was in an in-between relationship. It helps us get ready for the next person. Marissa has two moves and they both suck. One is taking her shirt off Mm. and the other one is talking about the person she's trying to flirt with ex. Yeah. Because that's what she does a lot. Like, so tell me about the p- other people you dated. And Alex is all a little unsure about this conversation. Yeah, and then... I guess. Then something weird happens. So Marissa's like, hey, can I stay over again tonight? I don't want to hang out with my, ste- with my stepdad. And Alex is like, look, we need to talk about something. And then she says, like, she says facts about things that are happening. Mm. And then Marissa's like, anyway, no, I guess I won't stay over then. Bye! And I don't understand what happened. Alex was not instantly all over it, and Marissa needs to be validated. 
that makes sense because then Marissa does go up the stairs and look and do the um the soap opera look over the shoulder and Alex doesn't look back at her just walks away <laughs> and Marissa's like oh, dreams crushed she wants me <laughs> I know I think that's a moment where she's like she wants me <laughs> I don't know oh. it was a it was a weirdly stilted conversation between where I two don't... dumb dummies between two people who I don't quite get what their motivations are. Yeah, I don't know what either of them actually wants. Yeah, which is weird because, which definitely is a script thing because I know Olivia Wilde can act. And, yeah. And so can um, Misha Barton has done some good yeah, stuff Misha, on this show. Yeah, Misha Barton is fine. Marissa is mm, terrible. But Mar- Misha Barton is like, she's a, she's, a, yeah. she's a fine actress. Yeah. So this has to be a script problem. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay's a nerd and is playing an oboe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to hammer down more that that Lindsay's a nerd. Thankfully, she's pretty according to the show. I guess. She's I mean, she is pretty. No, I'm she's pretty. I'm not saying she's pretty according to the show. I'm saying she's a nerd. <laughs> Thankfully, she's pretty according to the show. Exactly. Oh, there she is hanging out in her bedroom playing her oboe. And Kirsten's entire like thing here is like, look, Lindsay, it's terrible. Everything is terrible. But it could be terrible together. Come be terrible with me. Come on, it's gonna suck. <laughs> but he's our dad. <laughs> Maybe he's a good person. Who knows? I don't know yet. <laughs> he raised me. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> Lindsay's, Lindsay's like, what are you? Okay, sure. <laughs> My mom's not home, I'm so. A little... <laughs> <laughs> I need dinner. I mean, she might be home. I think she would probably let you in. I don't know. <laughs> this is the OC. People just walk into people's houses. It is true. Seth doesn't... Li- <laughs> Everybody has one door that is their door. <laughs> Usually it's their bedroom door. Yeah, because Seth knocks on Summer's bedroom door, not yeah. on her house door. It's because they don't have a house set. And Lindsay uh, always... and Well, everyone always just goes, goes around to... the pool to, house. Yeah. yeah. They don't go through the house at all. No. Never. Never. Uh, we get another scene with Becca and Sandy where they have a very awkward hug. I guess Sandy has now set Rebecca up in his office to stay there. Uh, it took me a long time to figure out what was going on there. Yeah, he's yeah he set her because his office is also of a house, but he set her up on a couch. Yeah, that's be one of the rooms. I guess because that way she doesn't have to stay at the motel. Because the motel's supposed to be terrible, and also the FBI's after her. Yeah. So sure. Then she. Basically tries to seduce him. Yeah. With she, Mexican food yeah. and pot. <laughs> yeah, she's like Mexican food, tequila, uh, pot, and he's like Yeah, I'll go buy pot. Like, no, I'm, he's like, I have pot. And I'm like, where did you you're where did you get pot from? You're a bad fugitive. Canada. How did you get across the border? There are places. I assume she just took took the wide berth around Seattle. She also looks like a middle aged mom, so no one's <laughs> looking for pot from her. <laughs> And that's true. It's true. It's true. Anyway, Sandy is not to be seduced. He does not want her pot. He does not want her love. No, no. But he will take some Mexican food. And some tequila. And some tequila. To kill the pain of his lies. (laughs) (laughs) And now we get into a a strange scene. A scene that... (sighs) It's cute. Two things. But it's dumb. One, why does why does she need a model for? Him? I know he knows what she looks like. He's drawn her so many times before. Yeah, but then two, she just has that costume. Oh, she bought that costume. I think Zach bought it. <laughs> Wait, she wears her costume. <laughs> hey, hey, Summer. Tonight, when uh, when Seth when Seth's drawing you, when he's really <laughs> nailing you, uh, why did you wear this? Did you put this on? Look, these shoes are five-inch heels. Good for fighting. <laughs> Why don't you put on this sexy fighting lingerie? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's going to lead to a moment where Zach's like, how did this happen? And I'm like, who brought them together? <laughs> what do you think, Zach? <laughs> you forced them to spend sexy time together. <laughs> yeah, just... God, God damn it, Zach. Chill out. Chill out. 
So she has her costume, and Seth poses her, and then he has to pose her hands on. He touches her knee, the most sensuous part of a human being. And then she gets all nervous and tries to draw and is like, oh, I wish I knew how to draw. She holds the pencil by the eraser and, like, hits it against the paper a few times. And then Seth gives her some drawing lessons. You get, you get like, the ghost like uh, <laughs> scene where, you know, helping with the pottery when said it's drawing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? It's actually all very cute, but it's such a weird, oddly contrived scene. Yeah. No, I no. I spent the entire time being like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I spent the entire time doing. Like, how did we get to this moment? Why <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> Why does this need to happen? Why isn't there a scene of, <laughs> of Seth drawing Zack in, like, sexy poses? <laughs> oh, I hope that's coming next episode. <laughs> all right. All right, Seth. Now you got to nail me. <laughs> Oh, our sweet boy, Zach, you've been on this show for too long. <laughs> and then that, like, <laughs> then it goes from there, and they're, like, doing the drawing, and they're like, oh, their nose is brushed, and they're almost going to kiss, and then he's like, anyway, I gotta go uh, do art stuff. I'm gonna go draw at home, because now I know what you look like. He was there for a grand total of two minutes. <laughs> like, that scene was done in real time. Oh, yeah. There were no cuts. There was no anything. This has never happened to anyone ever. What? Ever. Why? What? Why? Hey, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, tonight. I am drinking a pomplamousse. Sparkling water. Ooh, pomplamousse is grapefruit. Pomplamousse rosé. Ooh. Pink grapefruit. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, it's Sunday. It is Sunday. There's smoke. There's dogs. I can't. I can't. I I can't even. I fell asleep with my full glass of wine last night. No, that's, that's, that's fine. It's. It's one of those days. Do you want some soda water? Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. I don't like grapefruit. That was very bad. I don't like soda water. I don't like soda water. I don't like grapefruit. (laughs) (laughs) It all led up to that moment. (laughs) It was almost beautiful. I forgot how much I hate hate soda water it's just fizzy water i know but i (laughs) I don't like fizzy water (laughs) oh it's my favorite i know it is and i love it so much (laughs) well i'm just gonna drink the rest of this then soda water always tastes sharp Mm, and mm. i don't like when my liquid is sharp but it's so soothing it cuts down all the smoke in your throat by destroying it with the bubbles yeah delightful yeah rock bubble smoke the (laughs) Popular game. <laughs> rock, bubble, smoke. Exactly. You smoke beats rock? I, I mean, de- so. rock definitely beats bubbles. <laughs> rock does beat bubbles. I don't know how smoke beats rock. Bubbles beats smoke. I guess, I guess, smoke beats rock. I guess, I guess in the same way paper beats rock, which is that it, it covers, covers it, it. Which means the rock is then defeated. <laughs> well, you can't see the rock. Yeah. <laughs> and if I can't see it, it can't fight me. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Oh, we're like children. Yeah. Yeah. So now we get to the dinner. Where we learned that Caleb is very impressed by the oboe. Very impressed. Yeah, like, like, Curtis is like, she plays the oboe and Caleb's like, <gasps> Let me give you the symphony tickets I have. daughter. Like, <laughs> he gives, he gives her a look he has never given anyone in his life. Especially not Kirsten. <laughs> not Kirsten, not Julie, not Marissa. Not, not Haley. Haley. Nope. <laughs> no one. No one has deserved that look, and all they had to do was have modicum of an ability to play an oboe. He loves it. She doesn't, even, she doesn't have to prove she plays it. She just has interest in playing an oboe, and he's like, you are perfect. You are my favorite child. <laughs> Here, take these tickets to the symphony. And she's like, cool, Ryan, we'll have fun at the symphony. And he's like, oh, Ryan wouldn't like that. And then the dinner turns. <laughs> And and we learn this is not about Lindsay and Kirsten. It's about how Ryan is a... <laughs> Ryan is a garbage person who is stealing... I mean, if he was going to take their money, he would have a car. He would have a cell phone. He would have anything. He wouldn't live in the pool house. He would have more than four shirts. <laughs> 
Yeah, his 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 neck string broke years ago, I guess months ago. And he didn't replace it because he didn't have enough money. <laughs> I, I love how essentially the idea here is, Cal- is Caleb was like, well, I'm sure glad I'm not going to jail anymore. Uh, time to crap on this teenager now that I have time, I guess. Like, and- <laughs> it's, it's such a hard shift for him. Oh, and he just, he was like, I forgave you for burning down my model home. Which, okay, that's fair. I forgot about that. Everyone's like, I'm good. I mean, but we we know that's not his fault. That's true. And also, why would he be after, if he was after their money, why'd he burn down their their home? Yeah, exactly. And anyway, Ryan's like, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> I'm going to leave this situation. And Caleb's like, yeah, walk away. Yeah, yeah, Caleb does the thing that you never do when you, he just starts shouting at him as he leaves. And Ryan's like, okay. <laughs> And and as I said earlier, Ryan fights in the shade. <laughs> Kirsten said no shade. And it, and Caleb Caleb, Caleb brought that shade. The shade. And Ryan, because Caleb comes in with a and don't forget she he got that girl pregnant and then he's like yeah and I was gonna marry her not pay her off. And then everyone's like, oh, like, yeah, Caleb, you wanted to go to jail rather than admit that you had another daughter. Also, I'm pretty sure there's no way it's Ryan's baby, but that's fine because he's a good person. Yeah. So shut up, Caleb, shut and up, have Caleb. a heart attack. Which he does. Which he. I'm like, oh, man, Ryan can punch without even punching. <laughs> Ryan argued him so hard that his heart broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they have this moment where, like, Ryan stands up and Caleb stands up and Caleb's like, oh, dang. And Ryan, you can tell immediately, is horrified. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, no, I killed that old, I killed that terrible old man. The power of my words is stronger than the power of my fist. What a lesson for the OC to learn. <laughs> this is like... <laughs> This is the same thing that happened last year. I I hung up my murder gloves. I didn't want to. I didn't want to punch anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we go to the hospital and that pretty quickly that Caleb's going to be fine. Yeah, it was just a minor heart attack. Well, well, fortunately, the heart attack focused on the wrong heart. See, he was definitely going to have a heart attack, but not that heart attack. Exactly. (laughs) Stupid law. He, I still hate Caleb. He he he's like I definitely broke laws, but not that law. So I'm a good guy. <sighs> Stupid heart attack. Stupid heart attack. Anyway, yeah. So he's gonna be fine, and everyone's everyone's sad. there. Sandy comes in, and Kirsten's like, I don't think you should maybe hang out with my dad. Also, are you you've been drinking? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I can drink whenever I want to drink. And she's like, just go home. And he's like, cool. Bye. <laughs> That's Sandy's entire involvement in that storyline. Yep. Well, it's more involvement than Marissa has. Chris, Marissa doesn't even go to the hospital because it's just Caleb. <laughs> yeah, he's immortal, which is true. Fair enough. But he is the only reason she has any stuff. I mean, yeah, Marissa doesn't comprehend that. She just assumes she'll always have stuff. She'd be like, 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 I've always had, even even when my dad, <laughs> maybe when my dad, you know, kind of got arrested, kind of didn't. I, ha- like I, had, I still had never stuff. Never been deprived. Yeah, I had, yeah. she always had stuff. Like, if Caleb had died while Julie was on her spa tour, Marissa would have a lot of things to try to deal with. <laughs> a lot of forms to sign. Yeah, but she would. A but, lot of having to figure out how to access bank accounts. Well, let's what she actually would do would go up to Alex and be like, it's just, it's so difficult, Alex. All the stuff I have to deal with, I'm clearly not going to deal with it. I'm just going to talk about dealing with it. Anyway. She some, sucks. Yeah, Summer and Marissa are talking about Summer, but they're actually talking about Marissa. Because Marissa has this thing where she's talking about, like, uh, talking about the nose brush. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Marissa's like, Marissa's like, it's like these little moments that, you know, where you where you realize something. And I'm like, what little moment are you talking about, Marissa? Uh, the moment that she was sitting in the car with Alex and Alex gave her the other heart necklace. Really, it feels to me like it's supposed to be something from this episode. I'm like, two things happened this episode. You took your shirt off in front of her, which I would not say is a little moment. And you stared at the back of her head. So, which... It's true. Yeah. 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 It's 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 little moments that mean big things. Like when you take your shirt off in front of a bisexual bar owner and you're just like, this could be it. And someone's just like, uh, dude, just go for what you want to go for. Over it. Let's talk about me now. Marissa, for once, can we please talk about me? I'm going through some actual stuff here. Also, I'm trying to make a cape for my horse. <laughs> How dare you? 
we get uh, Kirsten and Lindsay who, like, go to see Caleb. And we learn that Caleb had a very special kind of heart attack. The kind of heart attack makes your heart grow three sizes. <laughs> and you are the Grinch on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, he had the heart he had the heart attack. That's one of the ones you only ever see on TV where he gets, like, a revelation mid-heart attack. That he needs to be a less garbage person. No, he doesn't, though. He's like, I'm sorry, daughters, that I have been so cruel to you. And I'm like, not them, Ryan. Ryan. Right. That poor boy. <laughs> the person who you were arguing with before you had your heart attack. You were actually fine with your daughters before that moment. Because <laughs> Lindsay played the oboe. Yeah. So, so I'm like, this isn't a moment I care about. He didn't need to, there, like, yes, he definitely did need to make up with his daughters. But he already but that, did that. But that wasn't the catalyst for this. Yeah. Anyway, Ryan, Ryan like, walks up with the coffees and, like, looks and goes, oh, oh, geez. And then keeps going. Oh, he's going. awake. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's going to have another heart attack if he sees me. Move on. <laughs> um. So Sandy has a meeting with Professor Mann and Rebecca. Yep. Where he explains that he is pretty sure he can't get all of the charges thrown out. Yeah, he might be able to get... Am- well, because, number one, she did run away for 20 years. Yep. Which is difficult. <laughs> but he thinks he can probably arrange for a plea bargain so that she can spend time with her dad until he dies. Yeah, that's sort of what I was, what I was saying. Like, like they, yeah. they probably essentially what they would do is that if he can get rid of the manslaughter because she wasn't there who actually did the act yeah but she definitely did help them plan it then maybe that would something 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 law stuff anyway and that leads to another conversation between sandy and rebecca which you don't really have to go over because they pretty much say the same thing basically ends with rebecca being like go home be with your family your terrible father-in-law just had a heart attack (laughs) so sandy goes home to be with his family. Yeah. And we, we get a we get a very short scene where Kirsten essentially is like, Hey, Ryan. This no is one, not your fault. Yeah, no one no one blames you, but Ryan still I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Ryan still definitely is like, but I punched him with my words. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't realize the strength of words. And I guess Alex goes to Was she was she returned the art of getting a signature? Because I thought she said she was getting a like said she a signature, she's like, it could be worth something and yeah. Really, she just wanted to go see... She just wanted to go see Seth. Yeah, and I guess officially break up with him? Even though he knows? Look, my main... Th- the thing that I love about the scene so much is that he he is an OC boy, so he drinks water, but he gives her a Mountain Dew, because <laughs> I guess she's cool. <laughs> she needs Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, hey, no, that girl won't drink water. That girl wants to do the Dew. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only time in this series we have seen Mountain Dew, I think. We have seen the inside of their fridge, which is all beverages a lot. <laughs> so he has a Mountain Dew specifically for if a punk rock girlfriend comes over. Like, and oh you man, you don't, you don't want to drink water like a nerd. You want to drink Mountain Dew like another nerd. <laughs> a different kind like of nerd. a different nerd. kind of nerd. <sighs> and- so they like debrief on their relationship, I guess. Alex realizes that Seth is still super into summer and tells him that because Seth doesn't know that. Yeah, there's this great weird moment where Alex comes in and is like, well, we just both helped each other get over other people. And then by the time she leaves, it's been proven that that is completely wrong. Inaccurate. Because he, she did not help him get over summer and he did not help her get over Julie. Because she Julie. was still Jody? dating her, Jody. Yeah, Jody. Because she was still dating her. So I'm not quite sure what the crux of that scene was, other than that Alex needs a scene with Seth. And someone had to tell Seth that he's still into Summer. <laughs> Which he takes in a really good way in this episode. Yeah. Like, a very grown-up way. I mean, of course, then stuff happens, but... He's just kind of like, well, my emotions. We'll get but to that. my emotions are my emotions. Yeah. I think it's... And that now let's begin some foreshadowing. So Sandy... Went home. He's cooking for Kirsten. Tell her, Sandy. Tell her. Well, Kirsten in this moment is like, hey, we should spruce up that office. And in all ways but actually happening, does a dun-dun-dun play. And Sandy's like, oh, no, I like it. Sandy is oblivious. Yeah. It's it's just it's so clear to me in this moment. She's clearly going to go to that office and find Rebecca. Yeah. It's been lampshaded so hard. Yeah, you dum-dums. 
Anyway, we get we get a pretty another fun scene where Seth goes to see Summer, and it's just adorably awkward. She has spruced up her costume, so they need to do some updated drawings. Which so she made it sexier, right? Yeah, yeah. She like yeah. took off the midriff. I yeah, would and assume then did like a boob cutout. Like yeah, like it's it's pure just lingerie now. Yeah, right. Also, I Princess Sparkle she, has a cape. Yeah, I really thought she was gonna like I I spruce it up. Let me show you <laughs> in this weird sexy lingerie thing. But she doesn't. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go home to draw. I know what you look like. We need to spend as little time together as possible. So what I mean, like, so Alex was like, hey, you're still in the summer. And he's like, there's only one way to deal with this. Like, can an adult and maybe, like, you know, take a break from us. Yeah. So I'm going to go tell her that we're going to take a break. But then, of course, the Zack train comes in. Our sweet, sweet dumb <laughs> what, boy. I assume he just hit the front door and busted it off the hinges. <laughs> and just ran. Because I'm not sure. I'm barely sure how. I mean, we know that her stepmom just lets anybody in. But he you comes in. You like a doorbell or something. I don't know. He comes in hard. And he's like, hey, guys, we're going on a road trip. Just the three of us. <laughs> we're going to go to San Diego. Here's the problem. I only have a two-seater. So, Summer, you're going to have to sit on, on Seth's <laughs> lap the entire time. Also, also, the AC is broken, so it's constantly blowing. Just cuddle up for warmth. It'll be fine. It'll be Fun cool. trip between friends. Also, I think... Uh, you know, we can only get one hotel room, and, you know, I'm just not a good bed sharer, so I think you guys are going to have to share. Are you okay with that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the hotel, only hotel room I could get actually only has one bed, so I'll probably just sleep in the bathroom. Or, you know what? I'll sleep in the car. You two can have the room and just share the bed. It's fine. Don't forget, don't forget Seth. You really got to nail summer. <laughs> oh. Oh, our boy. <laughs> and, of course, Seth, it's, there's this look on their faces of, like, of course, of course this would happen. Because they are both really trying. But that chemistry, Kevin. So I, I'm all out thinking, like, I want Zach to be my friend. He gets stuff done. I know. Like, it's been one day and he's like, hey, I showed I showed your art to, uh, you know, a, a, uh, I don't know, some sort of, I, what would be the thing? an acquisitions person yeah. at a big comic book. And they're interested on it. And then later he's like, hey, guys, we're going to go for an actual, like, pitch meeting at this comic book place. I know. Zach is the best friend to have. If it wasn't for, you know, the terribleness that's going on in this and the weird innuendo he's uh, (laughs) just thrusting out, uh, (laughs) he would be awesome. He's still so pure, so good. Yeah. And then we learn that the bar apparently sometimes just has, like, some real downer days. Yeah, just a melancholy piano night. <laughs> yeah, it's just some some very lovely singer um, just singing a very sad song on a piano. And everyone in the audience just with their drinks just staring up, sort of with the thought of, like, well, cool, glad I came tonight. And Alex walks around, and she has the melancholy, and then she looks up, and Marissa's there, and she has the melancholy, and then they stand beside each other. Marissa holds her hand, and I at that moment I realized they I don't care like they they gave no no they did not there, set there this were whole, no stakes there, yeah there are no stakes for the relationship I don't I, don't I don't feel happy for them I don't feel sad for them I just don't feel for them it's like two episodes ago they went oh Alex is bisexual hmm. We could do something with Marissa with that. But I mean, also two episodes ago, they figured out Alex was bisexual. I mean, she did kiss a girl earlier, which I think was maybe foreshadowing. Oh, maybe. But also in the moment, it just sort of felt like she's trying to prove that she kisses everyone. Man. Yeah. So I guess they got over their thing. Hang up. Whatever. That what, we don't know what they were. Yeah. That that did not feel like they existed for a while. I don't know. It's it's for a show that's supposed to be based around you know like the emotions of characters. I did not feel emotionally connected to this at all. No. And no feelings. No feelings. No feelings. So while the melancholy music plays, Ryan's at the hospital, and then Lindsay holds his hand because he's asleep. And then they wake up. Then they go to drive home, and Ryan. The, the Lindsay also says like we should take yeah space because she's like. I really like my dad now. He almost died. But, you know, I, and I think... Th- and I think he's a good person now. But I think, you know, when I build my early relationship with him, it might... The you of it all. But he, he will love you when he gets to know you. But I need some time first. Like, no, Caleb won't. won't. Caleb... Caleb... Like, it's it's so telling that he only apologized to the people who he did not... 
there's a moment in the scene when he's doing that where Kirsten looks at Lindsay when Lindsay's like sad and like crying. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, does Kirsten? It's Kirsten thinking this moment like, oh please don't fall for this, Lindsay. And I think Kirsten is thinking that. Yeah, because like this might. It's. <laughs> It was like, it might be a ploy, which just makes Caleb such a bastard. Caleb doesn't understand emotions. Caleb only understands money. Well, and now he understands mortality. That's true. (laughs) Now he knows he can die. (laughs) He won't, but he can. Yes. (laughs) Ah, death is possible to me. And then we get this sequence of events. Where Sandy calls Rebecca and checks in. And then... Seth is sitting on his bed and gets a phone call. And then he tries to use the force to answer the phone. Which I love so, so much. So good. <laughs> he, <laughs> because you know he does that a lot. Just be like, maybe I have superpowers now? No, I just don't have superpowers. All right. I think everybody has had that moment where like they've just been super tired. The phone rings and they're and like, just like, why? Maybe today? Maybe today's the day? <laughs> No, it's not. No. So he answers the phone. It's his mom. She has dropped some stuff off at his grandpa's hospital room. Yeah. And she's coming home. But first she wants to stop by the office, which is moments away. Well, she she asks, is uh, Sandy there? And Seth is too lazy to give any. <laughs> he doesn't even shout. Yeah. I'm actually weird. It's weird that um, Sandy didn't pick up the phone. But whatever. Maybe he was outside. Well, we know. But we know because he just called um, Rebecca. He called Rebecca on his cell phone. I thought, I thought he was in the house when he did oh, that. Maybe he wanted out to the grill. I thought he was, like, in the kitchen. I don't know. Maybe he hung up the phone and sprinted outside. Maybe he was in the bathroom. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh, Seth is lazy and Kirsten's like, well, I'm going to go to the office, you know, to spruce it up. Don't tell your dad. It's a surprise. No, 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 she says, tell your dad. No, no, she says, tell your dad I'll be home in a couple minutes. Don't tell him I'm going to the office. It's a surprise. Oh, I thought she said, tell your dad, which means more of me just being like, Seth. Because <laughs> Sandy comes in and is like, hey, we're going to have dinner. Come Who was on the, the phone? table. Who's on the phone? Oh, his mom. She's going to be home soon. Great. And then, then the thing that I knew was going to happen 15 minutes ago. Happens. She arrives to the office. office and she's wandering around and she looks at things and then turns a light on. Rebecca hears a noise. She says, Sandy. And then she comes out the door and Kirsten says, Rebecca. Yeah. So yep. that's the worst way for that to be found out. Yeah, that's not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. And I can not see. Not great. And I can see why Sandy he w- was like, all right, I got to figure out how to do this. But he did it in the worst way. It's been, I mean, it's only been two days, but, um, yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because there was the longest day. Right. And well, there's the night where Ryan and, oh, sorry, um, Seth and Summer drew together. Yes. That was a night. Yeah. All right. Cool. I got it now. Uh, Timelines. So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin? Did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic ran away to Canada just like to, just like Rebecca, only to be returned as grown-up Rebecca, a.k.a. drama? Yes, in fact, I did. And it's what it has to be. <laughs> it has to be that insane drawing, posing yeah. Scene. Yeah. Nonsense. The, yeah, the, the weird one that has no basis in reality. It just, it makes no sense. Why? How? He's been, he's been drawing her forever. He does not need to see her to draw her. I don't her. know why Zach decided, like, look, you look of, of all these characters that you really got to nail down, it's it's Summer. Yeah, you definitely don't know what Summer looks like. Yeah, You're, there's no... You haven't seen Marissa for weeks. She's just stopped coming to school. You can draw her from memory, but <laughs> yeah. Summer... Yeah, Marissa might be dead, but you, don't worry about it. I you really just... got really to draw Summer. And it's like... It's, and why it's, and how and... It's weirdly sexual in weird ways. Like, there's a long lingering shot of her knee, which is not something I, real, I thought a show would do. Oh, knees. Yeah. It is, like, touching on the knee is, like, very much a thing, but... Uh, <laughs> but it, uh, I don't know. It, I don't know. It, it's it's it just, weird. It was so weird. It so was weird. so weird. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? I did find a CW moment. My CW moment, didn't say that correctly the first time, my CW moment is mm. when Marissa just takes your shirt off. She's like, I'm going to go have a shower. Boobs! Yeah. Which is, pr- it's pretty... <laughs> 
it is a very aggressive flirting move. Yeah, and like I feel like it could have worked because you know it is a proven character trait that she loves to take her shirt off. <laughs> yes, but we've just remembered that she could take it off and then like realize and then be like, oh. Oh, I forgot you're a girl who likes girls. And I think I like you. And, oh, this might look like I'm suggesting some. Mm. I always take off my shirt off in front of Summer. She doesn't like when I do that. <laughs> like, you know, just make it make it a thing where she's like, does it and then realizes the repercussions and is, well, yeah. not repercussions, realizes the suggestions. Yeah. And then is like except, grappling with her feelings. Except for the moment of the scene, it really felt like she was aware of what she was doing. Like, not only did she take the shirt off, she turned back to be like... With her, like, come hither look. Yeah, yeah. She, she was like, I think, I don't remember what she was saying, because I was just so like, what is happening in this scene? Um, but I think she's, but she's like, oh, by the way, can I borrow one of your shirts? Or it was something that wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a sexual statement. Yeah, yeah but it was, like, <laughs> it, was, it was not even flirting. It was, like, effectively foreplay. Yeah, yeah, it was a seduction for sure. Yeah. And I just, I wish, I think we would have felt more for this entire arc if there was more grappling with how they feel feel yeah but instead it was just like yeah 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 now and now they're i guess together yeah and really really i just hope this will bring like i i don't know i always want more seth and marissa i don't know why did grow up next to each other for years yeah i really wish they played on that more because they definitely had to have known each other when when they were kids but the show the show treats it like they just met like (laughs) a year i guess before the show started like he was aware of her I, yeah, I know. I always feel like they should play together when they were kids. It would have been a cool dynamic. Mm-hmm. And they could have grown apart as she became like the Queen of Harbor and yeah. he was Weird. Seth Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but we both said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is my my thing that I would. Uh, and this could be one of those moments because like, now he's going to be like, oh, you're dating my ex. Okay. And he's going to be all Cohen y about it. I be, would hope. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to be all. Well, because now. I feel like what they're going to do is they're now going to be like, but Seth, me and you hang out all the time, which means me, you, and Alex are going to have to hang out all the time. And Seth's going to be like, we hang out all the time? Yeah, they're going to retcon that in. You're going to be like, oh, every time I hang out with Marissa, Alex is there. And it's going to be like these flashbacks of <laughs> Seth and Marissa like playing video games together where you're like, what? <laughs> the only ever time, when you ever hang out, you and her only hung out when me and her hung out. It's because she's only very cursory either of our friends. <laughs> It's true. No one hangs out with Marissa anymore. No, Marissa hangs out with Summer. That's true. But and Summer, Summer doesn't like it. No, I don't know. I don't know if Summer likes it. Marissa's doing her own thing. <laughs> what, what it really feels like is that the these four, these three people have their own thing where they go and they do something, and Marissa's like, and I'm here, too. <laughs> and she keeps talking about how she's not in the scenes with everyone else. Oh, I'm not going to that. Yeah, like the, the the peak moment of this is the fact that the Alex and Seth storyline happened while she wasn't there, and then she suddenly just comes in and like is like, "Hey, wait a second, that girl's into girls. I could be into that girl. I could like that." And now Alex and Seth and Ryan don't like <laughs> see each other anymore, and now it's Marissa and, and Alex. So it's like she grabs people as they're leaving other storylines and are like, like, stay here. And now, <laughs> I can't wait until um, <laughs> uh, Summer breaks up with Zach and somehow Marissa and, uh, Zach, and, become best friends. and Zach are going to become best friends. You go I mean, shopping together. I mean, once again, my favorite moment was, was when they acknowledged that Zach and Alex do know each other. Oh, yeah. Maybe Zach and Alex will just start hanging out. <laughs> hey, do you want to go do something better than this? Yes, absolutely. New TV shows? New TV shows. I miss DJ. Oh, DJ, that 40-year-old guard. <laughs> I hope he's having a good life somewhere. Somewhere it's all on a farm somewhere. <laughs> <sighs> so hey, we finished this episode. No one will know how horrifying it was because our recording kept failing. And we did this really, really good goof that we can't recreate. Goofs that will never be seen again. Where oh, Seth was a lamp. It was a clamp on, clap on, clap off lamp. Yeah. It was a toaster. It was so good. Seth was a lamp. Marissa was a lamp. Some people were lamps. You'll never know about them. We can't explain it. (laughs) Cannot be recreated. But if you like the things that we did do, 
You should give us a review, a rating subscription on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. If you want to speculate what we talked about in the lost scenes, uh, hit us up on some Twitter. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA. We've also got Instagram under that handle. Or you could email us with your speculations. Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at gmail.com. Yeah, and we will be back, I Next guess. week. <laughs> with more OC because Riverdale is... Not back yet. My, I can feel it coming. Oh, it's gearing up. I see tweets from yeah, sh- I, the showrunner all the time. Yeah, it, it it's like watching a storm come over the horizon, and you're just like, it's going to happen. It's encroaching upon it's you. It's going to happen. Like a flood. We learned last weekend that is Archie not as big a thing in the States as it is in Canada? Yeah, we met a guy from South Carolina, and he did not know what Archie was. <laughs> Well, no, he knew what it was. He hated it. And he told us... With a fiery, raging passion. And he was like, you guys appear into it. I don't know. People, people, what, what is that? So, so here's the question I have for you, American listeners. Is it not as big as America as we think it is? Or is it just that this guy really hates Archie? And really lived in a hole and read none of the comics when he was a (laughs) child. Because that is also possible. It just feels like it, it's one of the things that, like, it definitely has to be bigger in the States than it is in Canada. Because it's so Americana. Yes. it's Well, I mean, it's based itself around that. Yeah. So it's very popular. It's been around since, like... The 40s. The 40s. There's no way he's doing that based off of Canada. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Now that Kirsten knows that Rebecca's alive, what will happen? Has Caleb actually changed his ways? Will Zach ever succeed in getting Seth to just nail Summer? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fancast? 